0: Every single person in Klal Yisrael needs to know this message from the Zayir Hakadosh and Truma. Did you know that the one who is righteous must, you have a chiyuv to chase after the sinner? We could really stop the lesson right now, because people go outside and they see nebuch and dar mixed up people, kids who are in pain. People, machal Shabbos. And the first reaction we have is, kicknished, don't look, don't look, and hope, you know, just, you look away. We don't realize that we have a chiv in our dar that didn't exist 20, 30 years ago in the way that it does today, an opportunity that we have, and we get lost. And here says the you have a chiv. You can't just go home and say, Shalom Yeli, my house is fine, let's go and enjoy a beautiful Shabbos meal. There are people out there, and he's saying, that if you are righteous, hahu zakah, you pure tsorich liyordoyf acher harasha, v'leknaisoi bischar shalem, and to buy this to be kinder of, to acquire this neshama for a high price. A high price means money, time, effort. Not just to say, okay, listen, I did what I could, I gave $18, or, or I tried to schmooze with somebody. No, this is your life's mission. You have to be willing to lose out a tremendous amount, blood, sweat, and tears, to run after. He says, now nah, leave me alone, I'm not interested in you. Run after him, chase him down. In order that by running after him, you'll be able to buy him and acquire his neshama and cause him to purify himself from his spiritual filth. And by doing that, you'll subdue the evil powers of the Satan. And one who redeems the, sin, the sinner, when you do that, it's considered as if you created this renewed soul This great accomplishment is more chashev, more precious to Hashem, than any other praise or service that you can do for Him. More chashev to Hashem than learning Torah. More chashev to Hashem than doing mitzvahs, is running after the sinner to pay a high price to acquire that soul. And that is the greatest accomplishment, the greatest shevach, more than anything else you can do for him. Imagine that you have a friend, and this friend has a child that is very sick, or has a child that is lost in a forest, or a child that is lost in Yiddishkeit, and you dedicate your efforts day after day, week after week, month after month, to try to be mishtadel, to try to help that child. There's no greater thing you can do for your friend. There's no greater thing than you can do for your friend if he sees that you care about his child and you're doing everything that you can to bring his child back to him. And that's the same with HaGadosh Baruch Hu. More than anything you can do for yourself, for your schar, my Oilam Haba, my learning Torah. The Baal Shem Tov said, don't feel bad if you feel that you have to waste time to help Nachayid. And your mama's wasting time. You could have been learning, you could have been davening. It says, Hashem wants you to serve him in many different ways. Sometimes Hashem wants you to daven and learn. Yishuv Das. Connect to Hashem. But not when someone's drowning. If you work for Hatzalah and you're in the middle of davening, ach Kevaldik, I know somebody that had Hatzalah call as he was going Psiichel Somebody bought him Psiichel for $8,000. He's on the way. And a guy had a heart attack. So what does Hashem want from you? You nila? Your davening? Your Yom Yom Kippur? No, of course not. We understand that by physical illness. But we have trouble when it comes to to emotional illness, psychiatric illness, and spiritual illness. But there's a fabulous story of the Basis Yisrael, the Ger-Rebbe. He was the holiest person. Kanoi, extremist. He was going out in the middle of Yom Kippur. And he saw a guy there in Yom Kippur. And he spent the rest of the day schmoozing with him. He gave up on Adyam Kippur, Mincha and Nila. Would you do that? If you were on the way to shul, maximum you would say is, Hey, uh, Ruben, nice to see you. You know, I'm a little busy now. How about we shmooze tonight? How about we get together tomorrow? He gave up his Mincha and his Nila to try to shmooze with someone. He wasn't telling them about chuba and stuck and Tila. He wasn't trying to get him to fast the rest of the day or to come into shul. To shmooze with him. Before he died, he said, This is one Avera that I never had Kharata of the doing. And then he added, even though I didn't accomplish anything. <laughs> Listen, if I gave up my Yom Kippur, and 80 years later, I'm an old man, and I say, ah, oh, that's one Avera I didn't regret doing, because look at this person I made him from, and he has children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, that makes a lot of sense. But Chavgun Shtof the Rebbe said I didn't get him. Gareba got so many, the Ba'is Yisrael got so many people back to Yiddish guy This one he didn't get. So I would have said, oh yeah, I lost everything. I lost my Kippur and I didn't accomplish anything. The basis said, no, results are from Hashem. It's about doing the best aveda that Hashem wants from you right now. Ma Hashem O'likecha Shoyel Me'imcha right now at this moment. And to him, schmoozing with an off the with the hopes of one day having a Kesher and maybe bringing him back to Hashem, was an upgrade, not a downgrade. It's an upgrade. That's more Avodis Hashem than Davoni, Mincha, Mila and Shul. Rebaron Kotler did the same thing. About 80 years ago in Lakewood, there was a boy, Nebuchadnezzar Shabbos, and Hanhalla decided they're going to throw him out of yeshiva. And Rebaron said, it was around young Lairam time, bring him to Shul by Mila. I want him to be in shul by Nila. Try to arrange that for me. Ooh, the Askarim thought, can you imagine? Probably your Baron. he knew how to give Musa. Before Nila, is going to give a shmooze. He's going to get up there, and he's going to tell everybody about the last moments and the holiness the of Yom Kippur. He's going to rip open the parochists. Maybe he's going to call the guy up and give him a sefer taira and make him do tshuva. It's going to be magnificent. Obviously, if a Baron didn't want to speak to him, a week before, or a day before, or after, he wanted him there Nila. Obviously, he's going to give him a tremendous drusha, moser for everybody. Wow. Somehow, they managed to get him there. The guy came in, not dressed in kipper Dick, and he was in the back of the shul, and Baron went over to the Valtila, and he said, you continue without me. And he walked down from his, he was yayered from his place, and he sat next to this guy, and schmoozed. He schmoozed. He didn't say one word of Moser. No toichacha. Nothing about how could you, why I'm going to throw you out of here. He schmoozed. How's life? What's going on? How's it going? No, After Yom Kippur, they went over to him, Yolamdeinu rabbeinu. We thought you're going to use the opportunity of ni'ila, a special moment of holiness, Kedusha. Hashem Boolekim, crying out and screaming out to be him, to put him on the spot, who knows what. But to schmooze with him, why did you have to give up your ni'ila? Why couldn't schmooze with him yesterday? Why couldn't schmooze with him after Yom Kippur? Said the Baron. Zatzal, this person is in such a low massive that he needed to know that he is more important to me than Nila on Yom Kippur. Wow. He knew that a person who's sinning is broken, has a low self-esteem. He thinks he's worthless. He thinks he doesn't matter. But when I the Gadol I guess the Baron knew that he's an important person, Rosh Hashimah, the Gadol I'm willing to sacrifice what means most to me, for him. I'm willing to sacrifice my ni'ilah to shmooze with him. That's all he needed. He didn't need musr. He needed to feel important. Kavod, Yedidus, I care about you. I'm a Chabad you. You're more important to me than my ni'ilah. He said that's the medicine that he needed to have. And this is what we see from the tzaddikim pay the full price give up whatever you need to in order to take away the the spiritual filth and subdue the evil powers of satan that are killing our nation we're going through an emotional holocaust we're losing high percentages of kids and young adults and now even adults but for us it's opportunity we need to know you can't go on business as usual I have to go to my daft. Not when people are dying. I have to watch this, and I have to be careful of this, and we have to clean out. No, we have to run after them. A friend of mine was in a certain community that doesn't understand the Zayir HaKadosh. And one of the chashuvim, chashuvah yaskanim in the community, as they were talking, two kids on rollerblades, you know, obviously kips, what I call kids in pain, kids off the derech, they rollerbladed by, and he turned to my friend. With such sinner, and he said, we gotta get the garbage out of this town. We gotta get the garbage out of this town. Tsh, what a misunderstanding. Talking about Yiddisha Atem, Lekechem. Calling them garbage. He's off the derech. He didn't learn the Zaira kodesh. He didn't open his mind. That's not what Reb Aaron said. Reb Aaron didn't say in Lakewood, get the garbage out of my yeshiva, get the garbage out of my town. He gave up his nila for him to show him you are more important than my ruchni is to be makaravim, which he did. That's what he needed, such an extreme measure. Ooh, so extreme. When the matzav is extreme, you have to be extreme. He could have told him, let's after him kipp, it wouldn't have worked. To so this person, this Askin, this holy man, who's really, Isaac he was probably a good guy, just so misunderstood, just off. So he told us to my friend, and my friend put his arm around him and said, my dear friend, I have two such garbages in my house. Oh, he said, oh, I didn't mean it, I didn't know that it is. No, 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 calm down. Let's talk about it. Let's understand what's happening and what we're meant to be doing. And this, when we run after these sinners, and we try to bring them back, and we give up our time, our money, our effort, we give up blood. That is the greatest shevach to that you could possibly give him. More than any of your davening, and your mitzvahs, and your chesed, and your learning. Ma'tham, why is this so, says the Zayar HaKadosh, ki hu garam acher, because you subdued the forces of the evil Satan, and you uplift the honor and praise of Hashem. There's a tug-of-war happening over here. The Satan, the Itzahara, wants everybody to go off the derech. It used to be a half a percent, a percent, two percent, five percent, ten percent, growing numbers for whatever reason. We're now out of just keep on living our life while they're drowning and falling into quicksand and dying and overdosing. What are we doing? What are we busy with? Learning? At a time like this? You're going to learn? so selfish. Of course everybody needs their Das Taira to know how to juggle. How much should I give up on my learning? Should we all stop learning and save them? Should we stop halfway? Which person has the ability to do so? Which person is supposed to give money? Which one should give effort? Of course, you need your Das Taira to juggle. But to ignore it? To ignore a holocaust that's happening around you? Because you are okay or you think you're okay? Chas R'shalem. But how do you do it? What's your attitude? Hatred? Sinna? You run after them and say, you better be from, and I hate you, I'm going to throw you out of here. V'al the says the Zayir HaKadosh. Look at what Aaron did. Aaron haKoyim. V'Rabim Me He turned away many people from sinning. Uksiv, and the result was, brisi se Because of Aaron, that went ahead and tried to be makariv the sinners, he was Zayche Brisi Itay. My covenant was with him. Let's note, Hashem was with Aaron, Brisi Hoisei Itay, not because of his personal spiritual level, not because he was the Kayin Gadol, not because he was Shavet Moshe How holy was he? No, that's not why Brisi Hoisei Itay. Brisi Itai because you brought back my precious stones. You returned hashavas and the neshames that were lost to me. Ve'rabam me me'avorim is what caused the brisi ha'isitai. How did you do it? So we have a Mishnah in avos. Havei mitalmidov shel oyev shalom to be a Talmud of Aaron you have to be oyev shalom. We know what Aaron did we know the result was and now we're going to learn his technique. So you'll know how to accomplish it. Love peace. Run after peace. Love the creations, creatures. And the Svarim tells us that why does it say because these people we're talking about are acting in a way that they have no right to even be called Adam. They're not even called Jews. They're not called humans. they're merely creations, creatures. They're mamish on the lowest level. as I and the Tanya Tanya and Beis. That's why they're referred to as brios. But through Oyeviz HaBriyos, even someone who is on such a low level, that he's just acting like an animal, your love can cause makarvam Lutaira. The way he brought them back was was only through ahava, and he loved them before they were from. Ayiv It says first, and then makarvam Lutaira. You can't go to someone and be of them unless you love them. Aaron Akoyin's technique to bring back those who stray was love. Ayiv says the Zeir HaKadosh anybody who seeks out a sinner and leads him by the hand keyword, and you try to help them to remove them to leave the path of evil success is not what it's all about try try through try through loving them Listen to what happens. You become elevated in three ways. We're living this world together to get into You want to have an Ali and Eil Mahbo higher than everybody else? Here's how you do it. Number one, he causes the power of Satan to be weakened. So that's a tremendous Aliyah. Two, you cause Hashem's glory to be magnified in the world. Three, you cause the entire universe, both the upper and the lower spheres, to be sustained. And on such a person who is mishtado, you care and you try... You're just trying to use your skills to love these people to bring them back. Look what happens. My covenant was with him for life and peace. From your grandchildren. in In this world and in the next world. Come, balei hadinim lo yecholim, lo dunoisa. coming, Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. Listen up! All the judgments, the prosecuting who are going to kill you for your sins—no harsh judgments of the prosecuting forces will be able to chastise you. Come, balei hadinim lo yecholim, lo dunoisa. But olem azeh, ubo olem haba. Wow! Ain't tzaddik baritz she asks Everybody has sins. Wouldn't it be amazing to have an insurance policy that in Ulamazan and Abba, none of the, the, the rulers of judgment can touch you? Isn't that amazing? Yes. How? By throwing them out? You're throwing away your own rope. You're throwing away your own survival. Isn't that incredible? Every person you can have. Every person does sins. Every person is going to be judged. One person spends his time to run lirdayif after the rishayim, those who are sinning, and to buy them and pay for them and try to get them and schmooze with them and through ava, and he gets protected. Hashem says, "You care about my lost children. You don't want to get the garbage out of town. You want to bring the garbage into your house. How dare!" you? How dare from people talk about Neshamas like garbage. Especially when we know today from all the experts that these are kids who are suffering, who are in pain, who have been hurt. How dare you do that. That person really, really needs a Tikkun. We have to run after him to save him. Nobody can judge you. No harsh judgments. No prosecuting attorneys. Can judge you, and then after you pass away, You will pass through the twelve gates in Shemayim, and no one will be able to protest your ascent. You're gonna go into the elevator, penthouse. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten, twelve, penthouse, and you're gonna hit penthouse. And the angels are gonna come, they're gonna say, hey, 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 you don't belong up there, you know who's up there. Woll a you're not a tzadik. Comes the bodyguards of Hashem, get away. He may not have been a tzaddik. He may have done a lot of Averis. But he was Mishtadel. He tried to bring back my lost children. He tried to give up his time and his money and his effort to be makariv. Friday night, go to the parks, go to the lakes. How are we so stupid to put up walls between us and these kids? This is your opportunity. This is your life preserver. For your life. To not have din. On such a person it says to this person who's running after the sinners to be mekar of them with love. His offspring will be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his home. And his righteousness and his righteousness. His tzedkus for running after these quote unquote rishayim who are struggling, it will endure forever. The righteous ones will merit that light will arise in the darkness, gracious and full of compassion and righteousness. Do it for yourself. Be selfish. Realize that you're surrounded by opportunities. an our door, we have so much sin, but Hashem. For us who need Hashem gave us chances, opportunities, go out and save my children. We should do our mission. We shouldn't be confused. Stop marching against them. Stop being upset about them. Stop being full of hatred. Use the skills of Aaron Akoyin of Oyev Shalom. Roy Dev Shalom. Oyev Eshabriyos. On any level, love them. And you'll see you can be making them and the result will be for yourself that you to <laughs> This is Avi Fischoff and I can be reached at twistedparenting at aol.com